G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our review and rank series for Eurovision 2023. And it's all about the non-European nation of Israel. I have to say, they're an incredibly almost like consistent Eurovision nation. I always look forward to see what uh, Israel are dishing up every year. Yeah, for sure. They've been a real big hitter in recent years. I mean, they had six grand final appearances in a row, including their win in 2018. But they had their first NQ for the first time since 2014 last year when Michael Ben David, sadly, missed out on making the grand final. They've been averaging a top 10 twice a decade which actually doesn't sound that great. They've just been consistently very good without always smashing it, but when they do, they do it very, very well. I think they've been recently known for their kind of upbeat pop bangers with a kind of distinct sound from their region. And sometimes that really pays off, and sometimes it doesn't always completely connect. So who do they have for us this year, Dale? Well, they have Noah Carell with Unicorn. It's gonna be phenomenal, 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 feminine, feminine, feminine. I'm gonna stand in like a unicorn out here on my own. I got the power of a unicorn. Don't you ever learn that I wanna Well, Noah Carell is a 21 year old singer, actress, dancer, and television host. She released her debut single back in 2015 as a 14-year-old. Oh, wow. She wasn't mucking around. She's gone on to become one of Israel's biggest pop stars, winning the MTV Europe Music Awards for Best Israeli Act between 2017 and 2022. Wowzers. Yes, she's a big name. She is heading to Liverpool after being internally selected by Israeli broadcaster IPBC slash Khan. Well, there you go. She's a she's certainly a big star and mm. one of the the very first name that was announced for Eurovision. It was even a surprise to her apparently. It was, yeah, they did. <laughs> There were some contractual negotiations after it was announced without her knowledge. That's it. If you ask me, announce now, worry later. I exactly. love the approach. Oh, well, she's here now, isn't she? So what are the pros in your mind on this one, Dale? Well, I want to start actually with her. We just spoke about her, but I think it's one of the biggest pros for this. You've just mentioned there how many times she's won that MTV Awards. It's for a good reason. She is a fantastic artist. She She's a star. Mm. She can sing well. She can dance. She can move. She's... Just just kind of got that absolute X factor. She will be able to perform, be able to bring it, and she looks great. She looks great down the camera. That can't be um, forgotten. Do you want to see her dance, Dale? I do. I do want to see her dance. <laughs> I kind of want to see her dance as well. <laughs> All right. I agree, though. What a star. She's got that charisma. You can just see it. This song has moments, Dale. There are moments all over the place. Not only do they give Noah a chance to really shine, but they also have a chance for great staging and some really interesting sort of progression throughout the performance. Yeah, there's certainly different hooks at different stages, and I'm not sure if it's always the song, <laughs> but it's like, you know, you've got the uh, the feminine, 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 whatever that is, the want to see me dance, the kind of part in Hebrew, at the end, the you, ni, corn. Like, there's parts throughout the whole thing that you can just attach to, and at the end of the song, you sing one of those bits. 
but I don't know what's going to work for anything on the night, but something will grab somebody at the end of that song that they'll remember. They have cast the net out fairly wide, haven't <laughs> There's they? There's a lot of hooks. <laughs> there is a lot of hooks. All right, I'm also going to say here, this does sound like a song that is written for a live performance. So I expect Unicorn to really find another gear where Noah hits the stage in Liverpool. And yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. High hopes. Yeah, and the music and the production is fantastic. Like, it sounds really good. They love the use of kind of the orchestra and the strings throughout. I love there's some fantastic builds that are just beautiful. They're really done well. And the little bangery bits are fantastic. Like the overall production, it sounds expensive. Mm, I'll agree. Now, the dance break at the end can be polarizing, but I think it gives the song a chance to finish with a real flourish. I expect a lot of pyro and camera cuts in that last sequence. Think sort of Matahari Effendi, but just bigger and better, I think. So that will give it a high impact finish, which should stay in the voters' minds. All right, some big positives there. Let's look at some of the potential drawbacks of the song. My first question, is this brilliant or an absolute mess? <laughs> it's basically one of the two and probably both at the same time. It sounds like there's three good songs in there that have just all been mashed together. And I'm just not sure the kind of Frankenstein song that we have is great or not. And I think it's just a bit messy and complicated and it could just be a bit too discombobulating for the average viewer. I'm going to have to agree. For me, there are three separate songs here. Um, I'm not sure that gives the impression of the composition itself being cohesive. So I expect this to be in the grand final. I'm going to be very blunt about that. But if I was a juror, would I really be running for this as a composition? It may well and truly make up ground with the performance. But purely on composition, I'm not sure this is the strongest. And also, the lyrics are a bit ridiculous, right? Like... <laughs> Do I still want your points? Well, all of them, do <laughs> This is about going first on the drawbacks, right? But look, what the hell is the power of a unicorn? Like, and she sings it so earnestly and like with such belief. What a load of rubbish. Like, this could only exist in Eurovision. And to be honest, it should only really exist in the world of the Eurovision movie. That's how silly it sounds. And it's not just that. It's all the other lyrics as well. Yeah, well, unicorns are mythical, right? So they don't exist. So if she stood there like a unicorn, is she even stood there, Dale? There's a complete paradox going on here, and <laughs> it just can't get my head around it. But yes, the next point I had was lyrically cringy AF. At times, it's just downright baffling. They've also tried to do that wordplay with the feminine and things like that, and it just doesn't work. So she's going to have to carry this, and we'll all just pretend we can't hear what she's singing. Oh, I think the feminine old kind of works. I kind of oh, like it. <laughs> but I think it is still cringy. Like, the, you want to see me dance. I mean, even that's a bit cringy, even though I kind of like it as well. Look, I think on top of this as well, every year, any song that sounds similar to the year before will be judged. So slow-mo comparisons will be made. Not because the song sounds the same, but because it's going to rely on a big dance break. Average people just go, rock, oh, not rock again. And, oh, everything sounds like Fuego, when we know there were differences of these songs. But the average viewer generally does punish songs that they feel is a kind of copy in some kind of ways. And I think relying on a dance break like this, no one's really done that for a long time other than Chanel. So I think to go that this dance break, not singing along with the song. So I think this part is an interesting choice.
Well, Dale, our review and ranks isn't just our opinion, it's also the opinions of the Aussie Vision contributors and what have they thought of Noah Carell and Unicorn. I was really intrigued about how they were going to vote for this one. So the Aussie Vision team have put Israel in 14th. Okay, that's pretty high. That's pretty good. Kind of like probably where I thought they would have it. I Mm. thought probably there's enough people to get a little bit confused by it. And we did have four in the 30s who are just not going for it. They put it in the 30s. Wow. But that also tells me that we've got some top 10s if she's sitting at 14th. Exactly. Well, we have five top 10s. And interestingly, of those five, four of them have all placed her in fifth. So there's a lot of fifth places. So a lot of you will love it. Not maybe the absolute favorite, but still right up there for a lot of people. Mm, They can see the quality. So who are we hearing from from the team this week? We're hearing from Kyle and we're hearing from Josh. Israel clearly mean business this year at Eurovision. This track is incredibly slick and... I love the arrangements, especially in the choruses. You can tell as well that it just keeps you hanging on for a bit longer to see what is exactly going to happen next. And as for the video, well, (laughs) could we dream of someone dancing or walking upside down on stage? If anyone's going to do it, I guess it would be Noah Carell. I think most people probably saw this year's battle to be the queen of Eurovision between Lorraine and Alessandra. Well... I reckon Noah's got a chance as well. She's put herself right into the mix with this package. I'd say it's on track for a top 10 finish. And if it strikes a chord with the viewers, who knows how high it could go. She might not be a unicorn. She might be a dark horse to win the whole thing. Another pop banger from Israel. I think this is going to deliver hugely this year. I think they've definitely got a potential top 10 hit on their hands. And I think if she can pull it off live, it could even go a little bit further than that. I really hope this does well. It's definitely a song for all the gays out there. And yeah, they're delivering exactly what we want. Great song. Love it. Can't wait to see it on the stage. Well, interesting that Kyle kind of saw what we saw as messiness in some ways. It's like, what's next? What's next? They're bringing something different all the time. And just obviously a lot of respect for Noah and what Israel can bring to the stage. And I have to say, I did love the segue from Unicorn to Dark Horse to win, Ooh. though, as in terms of a language thing, but in terms of actually happening, I don't believe so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was interesting. I thought both uh, the lads brought up that basically they thinking top 10 is almost like the floor. It's mm. just how high it can go from there. She is a star, and I think she can really, really lift this and, and give it something extra. So I think everyone's quite excited to see what's going to happen on stage. Right, let's go on to our rap and rank, Michael. I kind of didn't want to like this, but I just couldn't help myself. I know it's kind of messy, and I know there's some really cringy moments of the whole thing, but even though I, that's exactly how I felt in my kind of head, my heart and my feet and my just wanting to kind of just enjoy this ridiculous song was there. I really enjoy it. I find it addictive. I love the silly hooks because there's a quality behind it at the same time. It's not anywhere near novelty, but it has those little novelty factors of those little silly hooks. But she's going to deliver something. She is great. And it's a song that I don't feel guilty about really loving. So this has made my top 10 just. 
in 10th place. Oh, good stuff. That's an excellent uh, finish, though. I just I wouldn't have thought you having this one in the 10. I want to see her dance. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. I think we're all going to see her dance. <laughs> All right, let's get on to my rapid rank on this one. A lot of hype surrounding the announcement of Noah heading to Eurovision, and I can see why. It's great to see a country send one of truly their biggest stars, so hats off to Israel for that. The entry itself is interesting. I'm not entirely sure everything lands in a studio sense, but I prefer that risk be taken than playing it safe. I'm really excited to see this live on stage. I think it's going to be spectacular. The song has definitely been a grower for me throughout the season. I've ranked Unicorn in 12th. Oh, wow. So we're all fairly around the same area here. You, me, the team. We're kind yeah. of, yeah, this is yeah, good. Oh, my God. Yeah, 10, 12, 14. So interesting. And the boys basically on that were like, yeah, we see it as a top 10. So we see the potential. I guess, as I say, that staging could take it to another level. I'd almost say it's a bit sneaky. It's almost going under the radar at this stage. It's not being talked about. And I think uh, it was a Kyle that brought up, you know, the, the other pop queens we have in this whole lineup. And maybe maybe they've got a bit of a blind spot on this one. There could definitely be. I think it's because of the unusual nature of the song. And it could be one of those ones where they go way too big and we watch it like in a rehearsal or something and go... What a mess. She's just writhing around sort of thing badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I can't imagine it. I don't think so. I do think it will do a lot better than a lot of fans think, actually. And I think the casual viewers will particularly like this. Yeah, really looking forward to this one. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And we will see you next time. Take care. We'll see you soon. See ya. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at Aussie Vision Net. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.